Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Scout Sobel, and welcome to the Emotional Entrepreneur Podcast, the podcast where we talk business strategy while also vulnerably connecting on emotional resilience. As the CEO and founder of Scouts Agency, a female-focused agency where we get women as guests on podcasts, and someone who has suffered from, managed, and lived with bipolar disorder, the intersection of mental health and entrepreneurship is where I find my success. If you are here, it is because you are ready to feel safe in your emotions so that you can live your life of purpose. Let's get into the inspiration, shall we? Welcome back to the show. I am honored, stoked, grateful that you are here because today's episode is a topic that I believe is one of the most important things to tackle or one of the most important things to reframe within your life that will, if you do so successfully, lead to an empowered life where you feel, one, safe in your emotions, and two, strong enough to move through any obstacle and come home to yourself in a really, really beautiful way. I am talking about ditching victimhood mentality. I am talking about taking radical responsibility over your life, and I am talking about no longer playing the victim, which is something that I know how to do all too well. So before I get into how to ditch your victimhood mentality or what the benefits are of not playing the victim and how you can reach a state of personal power, radical responsibility over your actions and your life, so that you can manifest the type of life that you dream and desire, I want to talk a little bit about my relationship to playing the victim and how it kept me extremely stagnant and quite honestly, extremely repressed. So it seems like forever ago, but 10 years ago, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, which I know is nothing new to all of you. But my story really goes back to the age of 14 when I had my first depressive episode. And within a chaotic storm of emotions that felt deep and heavy and out of my control, I heavily relied on playing the victim. I was in a state where I didn't understand what was happening to me emotionally or on a mental health level. I looked around and didn't see anybody else that was experiencing the 
emotional lows that I was experiencing. We didn't have Instagram. Uh, Social media was very new, but it was Facebook and it was comprised of your friends. So looking out to other people on the internet that had similar experiences as myself wasn't exactly a thing. That searchability for community wasn't available. And of course, the stigma of mental health was high. (laughs) The barriers had not been broken down yet. And so Within extreme depression and anxiety, I started self-harming myself. I was put into therapy. I stopped taking care of myself. And as a teenager, uh, the very, very easy defense mechanism to, one, keep myself in that state of crisis, which if I stayed in that state of crisis, I wouldn't have to do the work to heal. I wouldn't have to do the work to emerge and become a stronger human being. Playing the victim allowed me to stand still within those emotions. I talk a lot, if you are a frequent listener of this podcast, I talk a lot about how depression kept me safe. It kept me in a home that was comfortable. It helped me avoid figuring out life. It helped me avoid figuring out who I was as an adult in this world. I could basically throw away responsibility. I didn't have to take any responsibility on. I didn't have to find my path. Uh, I There was an excuse or it was excusable that I would just stay in my room and cry and not go to social events and not take accountability over my life. And so from a very young age, especially once I was formally diagnosed with a mental illness, it was talked a lot about that this was out of my control and that it wasn't my fault. And while that narrative is completely true, a lot of it was out of my control and not my fault, they never followed up with, and here's what is in your control, and here is what you can do to help your life, and here is what you can do to heal and save yourself. They stopped at, this is out of your control, and this is not your fault. And so in that, I exhibited an extremely disempowered point of view. I embodied a disempowered state of being. If this was out of my control, then I could play the victim all day long. Oh, I can't go to your birthday party because I have anxiety. I'm depressed today. My bipolar is flaring up. And there's a difference between understanding when you need time off because of your mental health. There's a difference between taking control of your mental health and putting yourself first in a really, really healing, beautiful way And using your mental health as an excuse to not grow, to not put yourself out there, to not figure out your shit, to not enter into the adult world. When I played the victim, my life didn't go anywhere. In fact, (laughs) it regressed significantly. I had to drop out of college. I had to move back in with my parents. I went to two outpatient programs. I was locked up on a 5150. I tried to be a gelato scooper while all my friends were graduating from fancy colleges and getting fancy careers. I tried to be a hostess. I tried to intern. My life wasn't really headed anywhere because every time I got at the precipice of moving through discomfort, normal discomfort that we all feel as humans, the discomfort that comes with growth, I would play the victim and blame my mental illness for my inability to move forward in life. Playing the victim serves us in so many ways. It keeps us in safe territory. It keeps us in blaming the outside world or external circumstances or internal circumstances like a mental illness, a chemical imbalance. 
it keeps us from taking any sort of look into who we are and how we might play a part in a situation that is less than ideal for us. Sometimes it's easier to play the victim and blame everybody else than it is to realize that you are the reason that your dreams have not come true yet. Or at the very least, that you are the reason that maybe you don't feel good inside. It also keeps you from the undeniable truth that as human beings, we must walk down a path of healing and we must be active in our life here. It keeps you from reading the self-help books. It keeps you from being accountable. It keeps you from looking in and realizing your shadows and your triggers and where you fall short and where you've hurt people. It protects you from all of that discomfort, but ultimately it will never bring you towards the other end of what happens when you walk through the fires of being a human. I talk a lot about through discomfort and through pain is beauty My entire book, The Emotional Entrepreneur, is about how to walk through pain so that you can live your life of purpose in small ways, anxiety, taking risks, uncertainty, taking responsibility over your life, celebrating your life. So when you play the victim, when you blame everybody else but yourself, everything else but you, your life can only grow so far. And not only will it only grow so far, there's a definite cap there, you'll find that every area of your life suddenly begins to worsen. It begins to weaken and you can't figure out why. And so you continue to play the victim and you continue to not take responsibility over your life, over your thoughts, over your morning routine, over what you're consuming, over your habits, over your schedule, over the emotional hurt you might have unintentionally created in another human being, or maybe it keeps you from that wound that lives really, really deep that says that you're not worthy, that says that you're not lovable, that says that you're a bad person. I have those wounds. I think those things all the time. Or at least I've had a lot of automatic habits that have been on autopilot as a result of those core wounds. Playing the victim keeps you on those automatic habits that enforce the core wound. But playing the victim will never allow you to uncover the core wound so that you can heal it and come back to the truth that you are worthy, that you are lovable, that you are capable of anything you want in this lifetime, that you are expansive and abundant, that you are a child of God, that you are magic, that you are surreal, that you are beautiful. Playing a victim might keep you from visiting that intensely poignant and sometimes shameful place that we have as human beings deep inside us from the traumas that we've picked up over our lifetime from the incidents that happened that made us feel less than, it might keep us from feeling that, from going to that really dark place. But in keeping us from our pain, it also robs us of our beauty. It robs us of our ability to walk outside and know our worth. It robs us of our ability to love ourselves more than anybody else could ever love us. It robs us of the ability to put ourselves first in a way that is healthy and expansive. 
It robs us of the ability to have the strength and the courage and the tools to build our dreams. When I stopped playing the victim was when my healing journey started. It was at the age of 21. If you've listened to me on other podcasts, you have heard this story over and over and over again. My husband, then boyfriend, looked at me and said, if you are depressed and hopeful, I can be in this relationship with you. If you are depressed and hopeless, I can't be here. In saying that, he activated this idea that there was something in my control. There was something that I could do about the external circumstance of feeling depressed. Suddenly, I was empowered. Suddenly, I could take action. Suddenly, I was the one that was able to be in the driver's seat. In that moment, I took radical action. I signed up for support groups. I went like three times a week. I did the 12 steps, even though I am not an alcoholic or an addict. They are extremely healing for just the everyday person who is struggling with some sort of pain in their life. I started reading every self-help book imaginable back in the day when reading a self-help book was a very strange thing. I started developing a spiritual practice. I started listing out three things that I was grateful for every single day. I started practicing mantras. I started breathing. It was when I took radical responsibility over my bipolar disorder, over my mental health situation, and over the fact that I was a college dropout who couldn't hold a minimum wage job and had to move in back with her parents. Once I could accept all of that, and once I could see that I had not taken action to properly support myself through life and properly hold myself so that I feel safe enough to even experience the external circumstances, which was the mental illness and the emotions that were imposed on me, once I could see how I didn't show up for myself, I knew that there was only one path forward. And that was to never blame my disorder. I choose to accept that I live with a mental illness or have suffered from a mental illness for many years since at this point in my life, I don't actually identify as struggling with a mental illness anymore. But when you play the victim, you stay in the waters of focusing on the thing about you that you do not like or the thing that happened to you that you do not like. When you remove victimhood mentality, you clear a path for healing and action, and all of a sudden you become an empowered agent over your life versus a helpless person that life keeps happening to. When you release victimhood mentality, you say, yeah, that happened. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, that hurt. Yeah, that created trauma. Yeah, that put me back. And here's what I can do about it. Here's my part in the whole thing. Here's what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to focus on the things I can do. I'm going to focus on the mindset shifts that I can make. I'm going to focus on my habits. I'm going to focus on my self-care routine. I'm going to focus on my internal landscape and fill it with love and beauty and gratitude. I'm going to work on becoming mentally stronger, physically stronger, so that I can develop the self-confidence to know that no matter what happens to me in life, one, it is for me and not to me, and two, that I can move through it with confidence and strength and grace. There's a saying that I absolutely love. It is, what you resist persists. And when you play the victim, you are resisting 
the change. You are resisting the growth. You are resisting a reality where whatever you are playing the victim from doesn't exist. And so if you resist that, it will persist. It will continue to fester and grow in your life. It will take over. It will all you will be able to think about and focus on. So if you don't resist the negative parts of your life, the pain, the trauma, the things you would definitely fucking fix right now with a snap of your fingers if you could, if you stop resisting those spaces in your life, they open up and the channel becomes cleared for you to ask yourself, what control over this situation do I have? How do I get to show up in this scenario? Where can I take radical responsibility over my life? A lot of us play the victim because we're hurt. The unfortunate thing is that playing the victim feels momentarily good, like gossiping or having a glass of wine when you're stressed or eating the cheesecake when you've had a bad day. But there's always a hangover to that, which is that you're not living your highest self. You're not embodying the actions, the traits, the spirit, the soul, the energy that you know you want to experience on a daily basis. And therefore, being the victim doesn't serve you. It's hard to look life in the eye and accept the painful experiences and the traumas that you've been through. It is hard not to identify with them. It is easy to look around at your life and blame other circumstances, but you need to make a choice. Do you want your entire life to be blaming other people, outer circumstances, uncomfortable or unfortunate things that happen to you? Or do you want to move through life knowing that you control the internal temperature? You get to feed your thought with the thoughts that you want to feed it. You get to wake up and feel refreshed and alive and fulfilled and happy. You get to feel empowered. You get to feel so strong that no matter what life throws your way, you know that you got this. That experience, if you want that experience, I want you to say out loud right now, yes, that is what I want. And once you've accepted that you want to wake up and be the best version of yourself, that you want to wake up and be in love with your life, not because it has the flashy things or because there are price tags on stuff or you live in a certain place or you've achieved certain things, but just because you fucking feel good. All of those physical achievements will come. But if you just want to wake up and feel good and confident and empowered, then you get to ditch the victimhood mentality. There's not much in my life that happens to me today that I fixate on. Or I should say there's not a lot of negative things that happen in my life today that I fixate on and that I'm angry about. There's a lot of things that have happened to me in my life that are out of my control. In the moment, it felt like they were happening to me. But when you move through that, you realize even the toughest of shit, if you choose to see it this way, those things happen for you. 
if you take radical responsibility, if you stop playing the victim and you say, this is my life and I'm taking ownership today and every day, suddenly life is safe. Suddenly you trust life. You might not like it all the time and that's okay. I don't like everything that happens to my life, but I trust the flow of my life and I trust my ability to get myself through it. I am not a victim to bipolar disorder. I am not a victim to my mental illness. I am not a victim to getting locked up into the hospital. I am not a victim to my psychosis, to my suicidal ideation, to all the ways my mental illness regressed me. No. I'm one of the lucky ones because I choose every day to look at the cards that I was dealt and decide how I want to play them. There's great power in choosing how you want to play the cards that you were dealt. That's where the magic is, where the dance is, where the empowerment is, where the expansiveness is, where the miracles lie. So for today, just for today, try it on. See how it feels. Refuse to play the victim. Refuse to see your life as things that are happening to you. Dig deep inside and ask yourself, where do I have the control and where do I have the power to live, breathe, and experience this life the exact way I want to. I hope this episode has landed with you in the perfect timing that you need it. I hope that it gives you the courage to chase after your dreams and purpose. If you are so willing, I would be honored if you would text this episode to a friend, if you would rate the podcast five stars and write a review, and follow me on Instagram at Scout Sobel. Over there, you can find links to sign up for my newsletter, which is also in the show notes, and get involved in all of my offerings, from Scouts Agency to OKSIS Podcast to this podcast. If you're looking for a deeper dive of my work, you can find my debut book, The Emotional Entrepreneur, on Amazon. I am so appreciative you are here, and I will see you on the next episode.